0: Okay, let's see what's news today. Ugh, the morning paper blues, huh? Oh, bad, bad, worse. Ew, wait. Uh-oh. No, good news. The General Assembly in Richmond is working on a law to help Dominion Energy customers. If it passes, it's going to lower the cost of electricity. Uh, let me see. Right here. Wow, you're right. It saves Dominion Energy customers at least $350 million. Is it law? Mm-hmm. Not yet, but I sure hope it passes. Great. Now pass me the comics. Legislation being considered by the Virginia General Assembly strengthens regulatory oversight and saves customers at least $350 million. That means a savings of about $6 to $7 a month for the average residential user, according to the State Corporation Commission, the agency that regulates utilities in Virginia. It's common sense rate relief that helps us continue doing what we do best, meeting the needs of our customers. To take action, visit Dominion. DominionEnergy.com forward slash rate relief paid for by Dominion Energy.
1: Hey screeners. So um, <laughs> if you if you're listening on podcasts, you have missed out on like the greatest gift ever. Because yeah, you, you guys are used to seeing a podcast today. So we thought, hey, screw it, live. Like we got delayed, it doesn't mean the podcast being that had to be delayed. So here we are. It's live.
2: <laughs> live, baby, live on YouTube. And this is notably because there's one fan in particular. Also a friend, before being a fan, he's a friend, who usually likes to spend his Wednesday evenings in a certain way having a bit of silver screen distraction. He's a techie. He knows who he is. <laughs> and we got an angry message going, where the fuck's the podcast? <laughs> that's the one, that's the one. So here we he are. Here to record we are. yesterday, but we're like, fuck it, should we go live? So our tech friend has what he wants.
1: That is the one, that is the one. So here we are, live and direct. The, the, hey. It could be a regular occurrence. Who knows? Who knows? Obviously, um, anyone who is listening on Spotify or any other podcast platform, you're still going to get it when you get it because, yeah, as of right now, that's not available. Um, StreamYard doesn't have the Spotify tab button just yet. So, hey, we apologise to you guys. But we're live. So tell a friend to tell a friend, hit the share button. Don't hit the share button. It's up to you guys. But legitimately, if you want a chance to interact, if you want a chance to even vote on a rush more prior to the game that we normally play a way to sway our votes this is your chance because we're live baby we will okay. be taking messages as they come through so that's the one okay um so before we go any further
2: let's yeah oh, we, we're
1: talking um gangster movies
2: guys. well this is off the cuff. you keep, this on, is off you the keep cuff. on saying we bro like i don't think you've done a proper introduction as to who we are <laughs> Well,
1: I'm guessing if you are ready to go and watching this, you would have been subscribed to one of the channels, plus the, the Nico Leroux and Anthony Jordan kind of gave it away. But in case you didn't know, it's me, the one AJ Anthony Jordan, and the gentleman to my left. Hey. Left. And that's, me, the that that's the one right so yeah we are live people this is the movie mount rushmore actually do yeah. you know what good point that you said w- about the whole we because just yesterday i was talking to a i'm gonna sound like four now a friend from work um molly who's like oh my god i studied film you guys are doing a film podcast so yeah shout out to you molly and um, hope you enjoy the episode
0: <laughs> yeah that's i think one, have chance to tell
1: that we're gonna be live but hey that's the one so yeah old new you're all welcome
2: it's a good list, this one, yeah,
1: yeah. Fan selection. Would you like to shout out the fan before we kick off the, the, the title that oh, most people
2: uh, uh,
1: oh, oh, live stuff? Yeah, uh,
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't ready for that one, I'm afraid.
1: <laughs> I'm not I'm gonna already, lie, already. Guys. but basically, what's happened is this was like not planned. This wasn't the oh, we're gonna do it like this was straight off the cuff. Come in, we haven't even had like two minutes to ourselves, it was. We're coming in, we're pressing the hit button, that was it. Normally there's a bit of a, hey, so we're going to do this, we're going to do that. It wasn't there today. It was in, turn the computer on, slap the light on, put your images up, done. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's a tad of unprofessionalism, if the connections get a bit of a drop, we haven't even had a chance to be like, is my connection okay? Is my mic on? It's just like, ready? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Bang. So, so, forgive us. This is rushed
2: forgive as it yeah. this is one of the worst intros we've ever done to be fair but fuck it
1: all right all right so three minutes in if if you're used to us you know we tangent so this is our tangent but if you, if you would like a more professional approach here we go hey screeners how are you doing it's myself the one aj anthony jordan
2: and me Nicola. shout out to all my nicoholics how are we doing aj <laughs> <laughs> we're good we're good how are you yeah man i'm good i'm good lots of lots of shit has happened this week i've got a new arm as you can see here yeah yeah if you're watching on youtube if not please subscribe if you're listening on the podcast also please subscribe uh i yes, went that wasn't a to... vaccine joke it's, it's an arm for his um
1: it's an arm for his mic not an actual physical <laughs> arm just wanted to get that out there
2: i've uh went down to the southwest coast this last weekend to film gray fur seals at Lundy island nice fucking freezing as Ooh, you would expect in the uk and i'm one trophy away from platining a ming from platinum ratcheting clank on ps5 hey congratulations
1: congratulations How are you so doing we- yeah we're there me i'm there i'm there um yeah just adapting to the new life i'm still i don't know if i've actually said it on pod i am being a london tourist in london like my new mission is I'm just appreciating London for what it is because I've always taken it for granted being born and bred here. So I'm mm-hmm. just taking it all in. So where did we go? Oh, may I say, i um, done a few of the London parks. Holland Park might definitely be my favourite park. That Japanese garden, thing of beauty. What about, sorry? Holland Park.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's beautiful.
1: Absolute it's beautiful. beauty. Oh, Primrose Hill is still to be seen by me. Um, may I also, also say,
2: as, also known as Dogshit Hill, it's really funny you bring Primrose Hill up because I was actually there two days ago. Oh, wow! I, I've been, um, yeah, because basically I'm putting together a little showreel at the moment, um, just for some different clients. And basically, I'm, I'm I'm kind of visualizing this image of if you imagine a hill with a grayed out silhouette of someone walking, and the background is like the Milky Way with a big black hole, so a proper. Mental VFX stuff, right? But in order to get the first layer, which is just black silhouette walking up a hill, I thought Primrose Hill's a good child for that. And a few days ago, we had a completely flat, grey, soulless London sky. And I thought, well, for once that's useful. Yeah, <laughs> Primrose Hill keeps its reputation of dog shit hill. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. Okay, off, that I didn't know. That
1: I didn't know. But yeah, I will will agree with you. I'll clean up. It's it's your pet. I'm going to say it's not that hard. I don't care if it's hard. It's your pet. Do do, the duties that come with it. So that's as much as I'm going to go with that. Also, can I also say something very...
2: You've been number one or number two at home? Yes. Well, then allow your fucking animal to do the same thing.
1: Thank you. Couldn't have said it
2: better. But
1: it is what it is. It is what it is. That's what we do. We just, you asked how we're doing. You talked about your bits. I'm talking about mine. Um, One of the other bits that was very similar to dog shit before we do get into some gangster shit uh, (laughs) is um, I saw the mound, which they were going to charge for. So I, I happened to be by marble arch, climbed up this piece of, whatever they want to call it and the highlight of it was was that i got to see the dude who's on the website picture because honestly the view is nothing like it was the worst thing i ever done i happened to be in the area i'm like oh tomorrow they're going to charge let's go up only to find that they can't charge because that eight quid they had planned to charge people would have been the biggest rip-off known to man so I'm not
2: yeah fully familiar with this mound i won't lie
1: so do you know my marble arch is sure literally where the arch is right next to it they used to be like some kind of i don't know what they had before but now they've created this huge mound and you're allowed to go up it and it was meant to be for an awesome view and it would like they and apparently they had charged it was so shit and they got so much feedback that they refunded everyone and then said for the whole of august it will be free so on august 31st i was there and i went up uh yes then the tech how you doing sir <laughs> shout out to you yes we're here bro for you for you hope you hope you enjoy that's the but, um,
2: this yeah. is the guy we were talking about before this is why we're live <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the one that's the one so they've created this mount and it's absolutely crap like we went up there no awesome pictures everything that you might want to take a picture for has got like railings to distract it you've got no like special landmarks it was bad it was I was bad. gonna
2: say you're you're not exactly. I mean, London. What people don't know is that London's not flat. It's actually really hilly. You're in one of the lowest parts of London. There, you're not gonna get a decent view of anything unless you're gonna build some ton of a mound.
1: It's about. It, to be fair, no Hard Rock Hotel was actually bigger, taller than the build yeah. the mound, so it really wasn't. Ugh. Honestly, it, I, I don't know why. I don't know who, but. It, yeah, stupid. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like real bad, real bad. And obviously, that was probably where taxpayers' money went for. What was it? Do we give people congestion charge at the normal rates and times, or do we build a mound? <laughs> hey,
2: I'm. I have a very, very personal opinion on the congestion charge, and it's not a popular one. So I'm not going to share it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. But hey, you know what? Den's Den's in um dens in the movie, is in.
2: as is everyone yeah. else. We're 10 minutes in, and we've literally just rambled about gray fucking fur seals, dog shit, and mounds in marble arch. Should we crack on?
1: That's the one. So um what I'm gonna do, this is gonna be a very weird one, but hmm. give people what the movie Matt Rush was about. I really feel like my wi is kicking off. So while you give that breakdown. I'm just going to reboot the Wi-Fi because we're live. I've got no chance to do anything else, but I'm getting a lot of sticking. Yes, then I agree before I do leave. Extra tax. It's a con. What can we do? Right. Okay. Nico, for those who joined for the first time, would you like to tell them what the movie about Rushmore is all about while I reboot (laughs)
2: So for those of you joining us for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. If you are new to the Movie Matt Rushmore podcast, please be sure to like the video, share the video, and hit the subscribe button if you are watching on YouTube. If you're watching on a podcast platform, we are available on everywhere. iOS, Android, Spotify, you name it, we're there. What is the Movie Matt Rushmore podcast? It's basically a top 10 show between two best friends from school. But how does it actually work? Every single week, we pick a different topic. We go our separate ways. We make our individual top 10 lists based on that topic and become right back here into our recording, whether it be on YouTube or on podcast or audio only, and deliver to <laughs> you, the Silver Screen Dudes, our individual top 10s. This week, Double V will go first. That's me delivering his bottom three, then AJ will deliver his bottom three, then I will deliver my next two, AJ will deliver his next two, and then we will trade one apiece. If at any time, while we are running off our individual top 10 lists, one person has a movie in a higher position, That person will say... Punt. And we will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the higher position. That is the wrong overlay, AJ. Thank you, sir. Once we have both (sighs) rounded off our individual top 10s, we will create the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four quintessential diverse, must-see movies of the genre, which this week is...
1: Portrayals of real-life movie gangsters.
2: Emphasis on the real. Now, it doesn't have to be a... It can be based off, but there has to be an element of reality to them. These can't be made up gangsters. So Tony Montana, no mas. Vito Corleone, no mas. Bricktop, can't happen, no. mate. <laughs> it right, can fat bite off. Right.
1: <laughs> literally, literally. That's the one. Okay, sir. Over to you and with how your how number 10. We
2: kick off number 10 with, with an actor who I think is he's a weird one because he's definitely someone who's synonymous with gangster movies but not in the way that you would think and he's certainly become more synonymous with things that are not gangster movies in recent years and he's been making bad career choices but this movie definitely gave this man a breath of fresh air and he showed the world again It's like, hey remember how fucking good I am and I am talking of course about Johnny Depp playing Whitey Bulger in Black Mass
1: Well played, well played. Not seen by me yet, so I can't say too
2: much. Sorry, I don't know why I clicked punch. (laughs) Wrong (laughs) overlay, (laughs) Nico. Sit and spin, motherfucker. Sit and spin. Um, It's a weird one, because now people say Johnny Depp instantly is Captain Jack Sparrow. Instantly. It, It is not even a second thought. You say Johnny, it's Captain Jack. Johnny, I think when you go back to yesteryear, people realize how good he was. I mean, he's as as I said, as of late, his career choices haven't been good at all. And he's been almost typecast, which is crazy to say for an actor as talented as this, but he's been typecast as Jack Sparrow. And, you know, add to that some negative press that he's been getting due to his, you know, relationship with Amber Heard. And listen, I'm not going to take his side on this because the fact of the matter is I wasn't there. Um, so I'm not even getting into that one, right? But Johnny Bacala, and it's actually, it's unfair to label him as just Jack Sparrow. And I, I won't bring up other movies, just because there's a good chance they could make your list. But there's like three or four other gangster movies with Johnny that easily could have made this list. Now, my reason for bringing Black Mass in is because it was such a career turnaround. It was like, the movie wasn't great. I won't front him in, oh, Oscar winner, great movie, movie of the year. never. But he was the standout in it, and he jumped off screen, and he really reminded everyone, he is that hey, I'm a lot more than a pirate. Look what I can do. And it was a real breath of fresh air to see him you know, doing a proper character actor piece, getting into the skin of of the character he was playing, really embodying a real life nasty motherfucker. And he was believable.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, I wish I could add more again. Haven't seen the film. But what what I will say is I agree with you on the basis of who Johnny Depp is. Um, Mm. I think it's very sad that he um, is tight. Like, how can I say it? Yes, I love him as Jack Sparrow. I will never knock it. Of course. But like there cost. are some weird career choices, the Mad Hatter, Tonto, like these 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 character pieces that we don't need him to be. There
0: you go. But then there you yeah,
1: go. there are other films that you're just like Johnny just brings the rain, man. Like do you know what I mean? That that's what he does. He 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 really brings it, whether it be oh I was nearly going to say actually it's not on my list actually, but. Um, you know you can it be
2: do whatever like, you want with johnny because i do not have another one of his movies. yeah no
1: whether it be whether it be i was gonna say i mean you've got stuff like edward scissor hand but even down to like sweeney todd or any other film that you was gonna say on the list i can't think of or missed out on shit even even down to his cameo in bloody jump street like the guy can bring it like that yeah. his presence is felt and he can be a chameleon even going down to your image of black Mass, like. There are times you could see three different Johnny Depp films and be like, wow, I didn't realise it was this guy. Like, he, you know, he can do it. He, he can bring each character to life. And with that, I agree. But yes, as you said, some bad choices in films and a personal life that's left him kind of tarnished in this current time. But I, I as you said, we weren't there. I, I don't want to swing left or right on this one. It's not my place to judge. Um I have judged certain characters and I stick by those ones, but where others where right, I really don't feel there's a clear cut answer, I definitely won't open my mouth.
2: And listen, look if we yeah. want to be really fucking controversial, more news that the, the more the news comes out about the relationship, the more he looks fucking innocent. So
1: was, in yeah, yeah, that is also something else. More, again, she I like, like, more
2: she looks like the troubled one, not him. But, but listen, read into all this what you will. But yeah, bad career choices. Tonto, as you mentioned, and we've got to bring up shit like The Tourist, Mordecai, that bullshit fucking um computer movie he did where he kind of became a computer soul. What the fuck was it called? Iridescent or something like that. It was that like, what Johnny? What are you doing? It's like you're such a talent. Anyway, Black Mass, my number 10. My number nine. Right. My number nine. This is an AJ recommendation. You see? You see. Yeah, there you go. Den. AJ, have you got any Johnny Depp on your list? Who? Have you got any more Johnny Depp on your list? No,
1: no, I don't.
2: So yeah, we could have gone as Donny Brasco. Um, We could have gone with Blow, because Pablo Escobar was in that, and he was a Escobar yeah. gunrunner. We could have gone with Public Enemies, where he played John fucking Dillinger. Like, the guy's got gangster pedigree. He really does. So yeah, and yeah, damn well played. Donnie Brasco, exactly. But yeah, my number nine... Mm, with Robert De Niro. And it's not the Robert De Niro movie I thought I would have picked. Ever. Never did I think I would pick this one. But it's an AJ recommendation from a few weeks ago. You described a certain... <laughs> you described a certain baby in a pushchair scene in a in a train station. I finally seen it. Very cool. good film. Number yeah. nine, Robert De Niro playing Al Capone in The Untouchables.
1: Right. So I'm going to just put my hand up now while we do this. Because number 10 is... Untouchables for me. So I, as much as the portrayals, I kind of had the characters from and had the film. So you were going to see film posters from me as opposed to character as the picture. But hey, just put it out there. So yes, we are talking Robert De Niro as Al Capone anyway in the Untouchables. More to the point. Can we just acknowledge that this season is the Kevin Costner season for AJ? Yes, we are talking Kevin Costner more than the villain. But no, I'm joking. Yeah, no. Music uh, to
2: Andy Hart's ears, because Andy Hart's a big Kevin Costner fan.
1: Cool. (gasps) Nick, guess who we have with us? Who we got? We have the tech. Oh, yeah. Yes, August. (laughs) August is in the house too, baby. I am absolutely loving this thank you the, guys and, we oh, love all of you we, we love all of you but honestly august is like silver screen original man he is the one august one day we have to arrange for you to come on man like i remember this guy has supported us from season one pre-season one like youtube days he has promoted yeah. us to argentina so like eternally thank you Always, 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 always. And then, yeah, this, this is love. This is love. So we're happy you could join us live. Yeah, sorry. But yes, um, Robert De Niro as Al Capone.
2: Dude, do you know why this isn't higher? Simply because he wasn't in it enough.
1: Yeah, it was more about the Untouchables than
2: yeah, the villain. Yeah, like, and th- it that is, was my yeah. one disappointment with the movie. is like, holy shit, Robert De Niro playing Al Capone. Yes, please, all day long. Ah, oh, he's in it for like 20 minutes. Ah, uh... Not bad. He was a, it was an amazing twenty minutes. <laughs> it's an amazing twenty minutes. But fuck me, I'm sorry. I had I will say this again, and you're gonna hate me. Andy Hart's gonna hate me. I had to suffer through Costner's acting. He's so shit. I, where is the hype for this guy? He's so bad. Like even Sean Connery, well, you could tell Sean was doing dialing it
1: down to allow Kevin to elevate. <laughs>
2: Big time! But you could tell there were moments where Connery kind of went full Connery and it was like, oh yes. Lovely, you know? Sorry, I sounded more like fucking Churchill the dog there than Sean Connery. Oh yes. Oh no, 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 no. Oh no, 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 Oh no, 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 no. Oh yes. What are you prepared to do? You know that was such a great line. That's such a great dying line from Connery, isn't it? It's a spoiler, yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, re- I I thought fucking Andy Garcia was phenomenal in this film too, bro. I mean, how can I say this? All no. good, but other than Costner, there were. Don't get me wrong. There were moments where Costner was nearly acting well. Nearly. There were moments. Where was like, oh, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. No. Nope. Like yeah. the scenes where he's being calm and cool, he has the same voice intonations and the same delivery as scenes where he's meant to be high octane. It's like, dude, you have literally one tone. You have one tone, don't you? Like, uh, I'm not even at this point, Kevin, I'm not even asking you for range as an actor. I'm just asking for your voice to have a bit of modulation. Like, Stick some auto-tune on there. Do something, motherfucker. Because <laughs> it's it's the same throughout the whole movie. <laughs> like, what are we
1: doing? Oh, look. <laughs> the, white that... of, the White Cliff of Dover will be home by noon. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. I can't help it. But on, on the flip side, let's be honest, you're very pumped for both John Wick 4 and potentially Matrix 4. Yeah,
2: um... There's another actor
1: who doesn't exactly give you range in acting. <laughs> Whoa.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Voted for by the silver screen dudes, he's the greatest action star of the modern day. This
1: is also true. This is also true. So what can we? I'd I'd like
2: to reiterate. Until Rocky, Keanu had no Keanu had the joint highest um, polling ever.
1: That's, Ever? That's, that's mad. That is mad. Yeah. And we're seasons deep, guys. We're seasons deep. Yeah. And yeah, you want Reeves, to know what
2: the is about? Then please head over to our Twitter feed, Movie Mt Rushmore, where you can actually vote on who the winner of the movie matt Rushmore is each and every week. Via we We Love Movies.
1: That's the one. That is the one. Nice plug. Nice plug. So that was your number.
2: That was my nine. My eight. But I'm going to paraphrase exactly what you said last week. Because my number eight, easy motherfucking E from straight out of Compton, and I'm gonna say what you said. Are you gonna tell me that Easy E's not a gangster? Bro, do you
1: know what? Do you know what? I actually held back because I was like, I ah. haven't seen the actual affiliation. He's the godfather of gangster rap. Yes. He was a dope slinger, yes.
2: I I love all motherfuckers too. That makes you a gangster but where
1: he he pop shots more for self-defense and in in a country that allows you to pop shots
2: yeah that's true also but that's well in self-defense as you said and black people in america aren't allowed self-defense because that's america (laughs) oh you white self-defense ah you're one of the brothers yeah, we gonna kill you. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucked. <laughs> By yeah. the way, interesting little tangent before we get back on to Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, um, I couldn't quite believe this when I saw it, but as I was bringing up this image, obviously searching online for you know Phil Mitchell, actor who played Easy E in Straight Outta Compton, I came across this little nugget of information. Sorry, it was Jason Mitchell, not Phil Mitchell. Straight out- <laughs> Sorry, Um, I was acknowledging the comment and I've
1: just now pictured we're talking gangster and here we bring up Phil Mitchell. (laughs) Sorry. Um, According to Dennis, he is the biggest small gangster.
2: There you go. So I'm bringing some range to it. And now here's, okay, now here's really funny that we said Phil Mitchell. Here's a tangent within a tangent. We're going fucking Inception this week. When I asked on Twitter who is the best gangster, someone actually came back with Phil Mitchell.
1: I mean, longest running gangster, probably. I can't actually deny that.
2: Gangster like, Myers, been, uh, Grant Mitchell for the win, but I know he's dead. Yeah, but
1: yeah, but how long Grant has been gone for a minute? Like Phil has been Phil forever.
2: Fuck Phil. Phil's not a gangster.
1: It, it depends if he's still been watching. Phil's been doing some dark shit, man. And I only know this because my girlfriend still watches. I have not been an avid EastEnders fan for years. 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 But anyway.
2: Going back to the first level of tangentry now. The the um Mitchell. Here's what I found out about Jason Mitchell, the actor who plays Easy E from Straight Outta Compton and as then the just said he's the biggest small gangster ever. Mail online. Straight outta Compton actor Jason Mitchell arrested on drug and weapons charges in Mississippi. This is deep. Like it's not even Easy E was a gangster. The actor who played Easy E's doing some gangster (laughs) shit. (laughs) It's like, whoa, okay, that needs to be mentioned on pod. Hashtag
1: meta. (laughs) Do you know what? I wonder if he said something along the lines of I was method acting, kind of like Renona Ryder when she got caught with a couple of bags, like it it was for a role. Yeah, of
0: course
2: it was. Make it straight
1: out of Compton Part 2. That's
2: that's the mugshot. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> but you know, I've got such an affinity for this movie. I, I I don't know why it resonated with me so much. Between the two of us, you were m- substantially the bigger NWA fan, especially the bigger Ice Cube fan. I've always loved Dr. Dre, always, as you know. But I don't yeah. know why this movie resonated with me on such a on such a profound level. I'd argue I may not even be the target demographic for it, but the movie moved me i found it powerful i found it insightful i found it really on the nose but in the most eloquent way possible and there's just lines in it where it's like yeah too fucking right like when the press are interviewing them after their uh, fuck the police single and they're asking um o'shea jackson jr well in the movie ice cube o'shea jackson saying to him why are you rapping about this shit? And he's like, well, our, our lyrics are a product of our environment and it's what we're surrounded by. If you don't like what we're singing about, maybe have a check one two and help us get to a better place. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not made up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is the thing. This this is this is this is fact. This is fact. I am um, you can't you can't argue with it
2: in any way. Um and are you yeah. able to yeah. see this face and not say cruising down the street in mass six four? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well played, well played. <laughs> That,
2: that I must admit, that is
1: one of the most awesome parts of the film, just like the, the foundation. And then when you find out that they get it and then they throw in the real easy, yeah, it was yeah, it's an awesome film. I will never knock straight out of Compton. Um, I, yeah, I the love is there for it. Um, obviously, it's one of those weird bits that I was there, but I was waiting for the breakup because, as you said, I was more Ice Cube. I, I still like, hey, Doc Dre, Doc Dre all the time, man, but Ice Cube, so I'm waiting they, for no the so
2: Well, They handled the breakup so fucking well. Yeah. yeah, yeah Even yeah. with Dre sort of bobbing his head to Ice Cube single. I mean, <laughs> he, fucking Cube went in hard on them, didn't he?
1: Bro, I, like, you can't, you can't bring up those lyrics, you like, half of it, like, like you mean, have to Google
2: it. Since you moved straight out of Compton, it's like, oh, oh,
1: <laughs> but do you know what I love is the way, like that you don't hear it in the film, right? But it's he takes extracts from the interlude where they talked about, oh, the next time we'll see you, we um, we'll we'll shove a broomstick up your rear and all this stuff, and he 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 uses all of that to burn them even more, and it was yeah. like, ah, oh, mate, I never have dinner with the president. I never had dinner with the president. Hey, eh? and when I see your ass again, I'll be hesitant. Like everything, it all levels, even Jerry Heller. I, I cannot get into that one because, well, yeah. One, I, we're not anti Semitic on here, and two, I may be single by the end of it if I do. So like, we will not get into That's that. One. Point. Every- Shut up. Come again?
2: That's a good point. Shut up.
1: Exactly. So we move on. But no, straight out Compton, powerful film, as I said, just because yes i'm aware that he moved weight let's not be stupid on this um throwing the guns in that yeah it, it's a weird one it's a weird one but i never saw any he was a drug dealer yeah i can assume. i i, I can agree to that i, I just couldn't go anything so is
2: pablo escobar are you gonna tell
1: me he wasn't a gangster <sighs> we were Fuck aware again. of his, we're, we're, we're aware of his soldiers and the rest of it easy e was just moving it on his level i don't know about his soldiers to be able to call him a gangster was the army
2: motherfucker nah he, he makes my list it's a bit of a cheap cheap one but you mentioned it last week and it was like yes <laughs>
1: no bro listen i get it i get it and for 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 even for the win that he's he's dubbed the godfather of gangster rap there is gangster affiliation hmm. so by proxy you win it, well, it's on
2: your number 10 which was yeah, the number time. 10.
1: So yeah, ten uh, as nine. I said, I am more movie. So I'm not going to be like the ultimate greatest portrayal of, um, here we go again. Sorry, quick comment. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Love you, Den. Love you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I went more movie than character portrayal, but I had that. they There was gangsters involved in it. So this is a film that's near and dear to me. Um, just cause it really caught me off the end and I am talking alpha dog, the, um, Ben Foster, come in.
2: You love this film, don't you?
1: Bro, Like, do you know what it is? I, I, it's one of those films that I felt was slightly under the radar and I give it the chance to be highlighted. And also what threw me for this one as well. Not that I could ever put it as like top five for any category as yet. Maybe a Bruce Willis top five. No, he's not even in it enough. But what also was kind of interesting by this film is that you've got Bruce Willis's character, Sonny, who is a drug kingpin and ultimate bad boy gangster that even though you don't see him a lot, you know he, he's on shit, yeah? His son is the wannabe gangster. But then there's the flip side of all the guys who he was been selling dope to, by proxy, have also become gangsters. So it's a, it's like a mini gang war in it because they've held his son. So I was like... This is an interesting one to throw in there. So, is it like the best portrayal of a gangster? No, I, I, I don't even know much about Sonny True Love or Johnny True Love, who was the Like, I'm, I'm not going that way at all. But for the proxy of a gangster portrayal, this was a, a good film that I've always recommended people to see. And when I get an opportunity to highlight it, I do. So, yes, Alpha Dog once again. Sure,
2: moving, mate. Um, Alpha Dog, I've seen it the once and I remember really liking it. Beyond that, I couldn't comment.
1: Yeah, bro, I'm not going to lie. It's the same. I tried to watch it with the missus not too long ago. She couldn't get into it, and I've not gone back to it. But I just remember, like, I, the, the story really caught me at first. Right. In at number seven, I'm going eight, uh, number eight, like, number, eight was... number
0: eight.
1: Yeah, that's what I meant. I, that's what I meant. It's 1985 brain today, baby. In at number <laughs> eight is the, some original gangsters out there. And one of the films that dubbed The Change in Hollywood. So this is also one that I brought up. Can you guess what it is? Or should I just go for it?
2: I would guess maybe Scarface, the original Scarface. No,
1: certainly. no, I haven't seen it. And I was actually going to sin myself and I haven't seen that. I am t- talking Warren Beatty, Faye Dunaway, Bonnie and Clyde. Right. Um, silver, screen con-
2: s- silver Screen Confession Time. I am yet to see Bonnie and Clyde
1: no bro i remember you haven't seen it so i know it's one of those confessions there's maybe a live confession that hasn't come out it's one of those films that i do always recall being like yeah I saw it once and like yeah, it's very edgy for me like sketchy for me should i say not edgy um but it's one of those weird stories of how the, the the bonnie and clyde and their gang came about you know he was a man who was avoiding the war she was someone who had just had enough of her family and he he convinces her to, to follow her and they just persuade people to join them on this journey and they're just going mm. around the States, just robbing people. And then there was the infamous shootout at the end, like, okay, surprise, surprise, they don't come out alive. Even the Simpsons are showing you the car all shut up. So it, um, there was no spoiler in that one, but there was charisma between them in this. So obviously no one could quote the real one in Clyde, um, I know of anyway, but Warren BT delivered charisma in one of the better films. It's like way better than what I've seen him in most other films. And Fade Dunaway does a, 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 a cool bunny. Like, it's fantastic. You can see the madness. You buy into the method of the madness of how they made this gang. It's crazy as hell. You're like, how how do people follow them on this journey? But it was there. So it's, it's hey, we all know who Bunny and Clyde are in the history of the mad gangsters of, of the Midwest of America. And this film, it's a good portrayal. Well, as far as I know, it it gave me a good insight into who Bonnie and Clyde actually are.
2: See, I mean, I I say what I I say what I'm about to say without having seen Bonnie and Clyde, so you know, take it with a pinch of salt. But if if I would have picked Warren Beatty to, you know, you don't have any more Warren Beatty on your list, do you? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Okay, I probably would have picked him as Bugsy Siegel and Bugsy. Not see it. It's good in that good gangster movie. That was that was toying to be in my top ten
1: interesting interesting not seeing it that was your eight
2: that was your eight yes
1: yeah over to you sir
2: all right my number seven this is going to be a highly unpopular choice but you know what especially amongst you because you do not like this actor um fuck it let me drop it and then i'll defend it vin diesel find me guilty really
1: is this is this a netflix show
2: no no, 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 no. This movie came out, I think, in two thousand and six. It's the real life courtroom drama of the of the RICO case, where they arrested like the entire New York um, crime family, and they were indicting them on RICO charges. Whereby it's if they're all together in a room conspiring, it's a conspiracy charge. Therefore, criminal. Therefore, you can arrest all of them at once, not one by one. It's the biggest criminal case in American history. And Vin Diesel, this is the one movie I can say where he did this. Don't get me wrong. Every other movie, I'll listen to them to the music that you're singing, AJ, which is fuck that guy. You know, he's got one franchise, albeit one of the most successful franchises of all time. Fact, not opinion. Um, and he's overpaid to say I am Groot. I'll listen to that noise. Also, he's good friends with some martial artists. Okay, cool. I'll listen to that noise all day long. He, he, you know, and even The Rock called him a jabroni. And The Rock doesn't call anyone outside of the wrestling ring a candy-ass jabroni. So you pissed The Rock off. <laughs> like, it's it's hard to piss The Rock off, but he pissed The Rock off. Right? He's a fool. We know this, and he's not a very talented fool. Whenever he's done vid off from Fast and the Furious, we've had things like fucking payback. Okay, um, Pitch Black was pretty good, but the sequels were fucking terrible. This Stella Stella. He really showed that when directed properly, he has got acting chops, serious acting chops. He's amazing in this. Like you're watching it going, how the fuck is this Vin Diesel?
1: It was it, Rico. It's called
2: Rico, yeah. No, find me guilty.
1: Bro, I'm down for it. Listen, I'm not this Anything, I, I, remember this, yeah? There was one actor who was banished, as far as most people think, when it comes to the, the, the movie. Yeah, Will Ferrell. I've been open to listen to watch some of his films, just the ones that people usually go to, I found a pile of shit. I'm open to give freaking tried, Vin Diesel a try.
2: Yeah, please. Okay. You've given Will Ferrell more than you've given Vin Diesel a chance when it comes to trying to acknowledge. Just listen to what I'm saying. Just give it this one shot. Because what he does in this movie, he has this effervescing charm, which I didn- wasn't aware that he had. He's always been having this big fucking toothy grin smile, talking about family. It's like, no, no, no. This He doesn't go down that route in this. He somehow manages to embody this Italian American, and he's really convincing playing Jackie DeNortio. And he thinks his lawyer's a scumbag, and that where Jackie's different, although he's being tried against all of them, the difference is that they haven't been convicted yet. Jackie's been picked up on another crime, which he's already serving time for, and while serving time, he has to defend himself for this other Rico shit that's going on over here with the entire gangster family. But they're all worried, you know, th- there's a lot of things going on here, because they're all worried that he's going to squeal on them to reduce prison time get free on the Rico charge and reduce prison time on the other charge. So his whole modus operandi is that, yo, I got your back. I don't rat. I'm not a squealer. And he's the the head of the family doesn't trust him at all. And he's even more inflammatory because he decides to act without a lawyer. He decides to act on his own behalf and his whole, and this, this shit happened. This was a real court case. This fucking happened. The guy acted on his own as his own lawyer I won't spoil the ending, but I'll say this. He did manage to charm some of the jury. Do you know what?
0: Also, more what's his
2: name? Tyrion Lannister. Why am I blanking on his name? Who? Tyrion Lannister. Peter, Peter Dinkley. Dinkley. Yeah, he's in this. Brilliant.
1: So, more than anything, I, I enjoy a good courtroom drama. Like, I've actually tried to look name. for more of those. And, like... One film you recommended that I'm eternally grateful for is Twelve Angry Men. Now, this I can see something very not identical, but similar to it, where it's a matter of how, what, yeah. So I'm I'm down for it more than Vin. Like if he if he outdoes me, that's better. But the story alone will will keep me. So,
2: bro, the story is great. The story is great. And what's really fun is that although this is inherently a bad human being, right? You have to remember this is a real gangster. He's killed people. He's loan shark. He's racketeered. He's done. He's drug dealt. He's, he's he's not a good human being, right? You still somehow like him, and from what I've read about Jackie Denorcio, he was inherently fucking charming, as a lot of these guys were, I imagine. Yeah, the wise guys, you know, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but he really had that vibe about him, and it's a gear I didn't know Vin Diesel had, and sadly. It's a, it's a, it's a gear I've never seen him engage with again, ever. But honestly, if the same way when people say to me, I think it's fallacy that people still say this. Bale's not that good of an actor. Go watch The Fighter and come and talk to me. (laughs) DiCaprio's is not that good. It's like, there I don't even know how to help you. But go and watch Blood Diamond and come and talk to me, you know. Even DiCaprio with his fucking wealth of great films, you can always pick one and be like, there, there, motherfucker. Watch him not play a pretty boy there and watch him impress you there. Run Diesel's not that good most of the time. I would agree with you, but watch Find Me Guilty. Really?
1: Cool. No, I'm look, bro. It, it's got me. It, it, it's got enough of a story to have caught me. So, that, and that's the main thing for me. Sometimes it's like I might be like he was killing it for me, but the story's got me. So. Yeah, and the re- j- just
0: so
2: we're clear on my side, the reason this is making my list, the reason that Vin Diesel playing Jackie all show and Find Me Guilty makes my list, it's because no one fucking talks about it ever. You think about the pantheon, and it is at this point a fucking pantheon of great gangster movies that we have. From silent movies to the early 30s all the way through to the 21st century. We have a wealth of gangster movies to choose from as film fans. No Ooh. one ever talks about Find Me Guilty. And the Movie *Mount Rushmore podcast hosted by the Silver Screen Dudes is about edutainment. If we can introduce you to a movie that you have not seen and sometimes you edutain each other. Shit, I brought up The Untouchables because AJ told me. Check this shit out. It's good. <laughs> Amy check out find me guilty
1: yeah yeah no but bro I'm, I'm listen this is what it's about as i said i, I literally quoted you for 12 angry men it is entertainment. If, if you appreciate film this is what it's about guys it's not yes there was a debate there is the time of aj you don't know shit why did you pick that cheesy film or you could be like nico that's too arty i get all of those. whichever way you want to go about it <laughs> I love but the way there is always
2: us that way <laughs> nico's too artsy aj's too blockbuster kind of true
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I know what I'm saying when I've come with I am a cheesemonger like it's official I know some of the shit I've picked you're like really yeah I said it I've done it it's my personal list deal with it like it is what it is right but like it's a matter of being ed- edutained we're educating you with entertainment guys that's what it's all about you may love some you may hate some you may lean more one screen one dude over the other it's cool as long as you're here you come back and you enjoy that's what it's all about so yes, yeah, thank you. I will check that one out. Okay, your number six, sir.
2: My number six is going to make Andy Hart at Fandango Groover on Twitter very happy because I he was the... This was already on my list, I'd like to know, just before we get into... Oh, Andy made me think of that. No, no, no. This was on my list already, but Andy Hart, credit to him. He knows his fucking films. He's the only one of... And we had quite a lot of answers when I put it out on Twitter the other day, who's the best real-life portrayal of a movie gangster. Andy Hart's the only one who brought up my number six. Um, let's go international. Because it's not just America that does gangsters, and we're not going to go to the UK either, because I'm sure you and me going to go there later. But in at number six, oh, yeah. let's go to France. Let's go and talk with Monsieur Vincent Cassel, playing Jacques Merine in Merine. What a film! Oh,
1: I'm just gonna I'm just gonna add it to my list now because I never heard of it. So fuck it, go. Educate me.
2: life story of public enemy number one in France, Jacques Merin, um, comes back from the Franco Algerian war and instead of going to straight life, decides that he's gone do some gangster shit. And you'll like it because it's Kill Bill esque in the way that it's actually two movies, but it's all <laughs> one story. It's all one story. They are two separate parts because it's, it's, it's over four hours in total, yeah? But. You know, each movie's running in at about two hours. One is 150, one is 210. Anyway, whatever. Um, fuck me, that good. I mean, I know I'm, I'm stating the obvious here and I know water's wet, but wow. <laughs> fuck
1: me. Yeah, but, but, do you know what? Let, let's, let's be real. Like, you, you mentioned Bale, you mentioned DiCaprio just two minutes ago, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as powerful as they are, there are sometimes, shit, you brought up debt. There are sometimes that they are the standard bearer, then there are times it's like, my god, you brought me in! Like, and for you to have said that, that might be the case. It's like, yeah, dude, like, yeah, you've done your shift, you earned your check.
2: What's nice too, with this, will get you in a bit as well, is that his boss in the first movie, the head gangster Guido, played by Monsieur Gerard Depardieu. Interesting, and to see Depardieu playing a head honcho gangster was that. Like,
1: that could I, be interesting. That, that it would be worked. something I, I, I really I,
2: fucking works. He's got this godfather vibe about him, you know, and it really works. But yeah, it's the story of how he goes from being a nothing and getting public enemy number one status at the end of the first film. So Mirin was famous not only for being a murderer, but for being this crazy fuck bank robber. Like, bro, he's so crazy that there's this, this once he did, I'm not going to spoil what happens, but I'm going to paint the picture for you just to tell you how nuts this guy was. Bearing in mind, this is true, right? They'd go into one bank, rob it. As they leave, obviously the alarm goes off, and he's like, let's go across the street and rob the other one before the police get here. And they did it. It's like, and it wasn't like we're planning to rob the other one. He would just get out the bank and be like, it is another bank. I take it as well. It's like, this fucking guy, he's nuts. And he got caught numerous times, and he escaped every time. So as well as being a great bank, uh, uh, bank robber, as well as being a stone-cold murderer, as well as being a wife-beater, he's also a master escape artist. And he had this, as, as a lot of, you know, the French do, he's, you know, they call the police, le Poule, hey? le poule? <laughs> Just like in taxi, Le poule back, and yeah, he's got a real chip on his shoulder about the police. He trolls the police like he impersonates police officers. He impersonates inspectors while he's public enemy number one. He goes in disguise into a police into a police station, is being like, "I am looking for Jacques Marine. Have you seen him?" It's like this fucking guy, this fucking guy,
1: <laughs> this Love fucking guy. It. Like, I'll, give, it. I'll, you I'll give it. Give, I'll give,
2: it. It's like wow i'm not surprised he was public enemy number one he made you lot look like fools
1: banging banging okay I, I, well played
2: That's the way we're praising real life gangsters here it's not good these are bad people <laughs> these are really yes. bad people but
1: yes but i mean come off it i i it, it anyway yeah there, there are some but, but then again don't make the person the hero of the film because eventually shit. even let's take the Joker. We know he's a bad guy you made a film about him. Like d- 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 we sympathize with him at times and places. Okay. He became out of control, but we also were like, I get it. Hey, it's not our fault. We blame you, Hollywood, and France cinema, French cinema as well. Because hey, this film is that. Right, okay.
2: Your
0: um, number seven.
1: Yes, my number seven. Um I'm it's either very higher, or you forgot it, or you just didn't have space for it. There's one of three options there. Um, I'm bringing in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid.
2: Oh, fuck's sake! Um,
1: so I'm going with the forgot it over. <laughs> you didn't
2: have space for it. Nah, I forgot oh, it.
1: Yeah, no. To be fair, yeah, gangsters. Again, but...
2: Sure, gangsters. But coming in. Yep, yeah, definitely gangsters. Just not in the yeah. Traditional mo- more. Well, this is it. But,
1: I mean, if if, if if you were in the film, not in the traditional sense, because they're not officially doing the crimes, they've run away from all of the. Cr- they're evading paying for the crimes that they've done. This is what this film shows more than anything. Well, they're else.
2: robbing trains, motherfucker. I mean, like I mean, they are.
1: They are. But I mean, it's not the entire whole gang. It's just Butch and the Sundance. It's like the Butch Cassidy gang. Is- not there it's just these two while making their way so yeah in that sense yeah but butch cassidy officially did have a gang a full-on gang are we cool
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay now i just saw that 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 it looked like you had the the countdown stare i wasn't sure if it wasn't was it <laughs> baby <Maybe>. anyway <laughs> it but out. no <laughs> yeah no it was um oh bear with me a second where i do proceed bro our list is done like we can't add images then so if you want to give your list i'll, I'll tell you what write your list keep get blah, blah. write your list press send as we've announced our 10 like it, there is nothing that can influence us at that point so go for it but um I nearly invited Den, but I didn't know if you had the time or ability to be able to join us for it. We
2: can't accommodate another guest on at this point, but I'd love to have then on at some point. More than welcome.
1: No, for sure. For sure. But no, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid is a film that you introduced me to. It, it, it holds two accolades. One, it's an awesome gangster movie in a non-traditional sense of gangster. But two, it was one of the Westerns that are different from most other Westerns. So it's a gangster film that's not your traditional gangster film. Well, in that it was good. <laughs> we're talking western not gangster right yeah yeah and then it, it's a western and not traditional so it's like a non-traditional in any form but just to be an absolutely awesome film to be fair yesterday last week you you brought up another western because you were like it's cool so like yeah, there are a yeah. few out there <laughs>
2: yeah. and, do, and do you know what i said is that last week i'm gonna get taunting you one because i'm popular opinion Unforgiven's not that good oh Yeah, they let me have that one online. Uh, Notably Andy. Andy gave me a few shots for that one. Speaking of which, we've got a fan request from him, but it's going to take some serious studying uh, on our part, so it's not one we'll be able to do soon. But Andy, you know what I'm talking about, AJ. We have a fan No, no. Trust me, bro. This is not one we're going to do between now and next week.
1: Uh, Listen, I was going to say anything, anything Andy related, I've got at least a year prep because down to my highlander quote has <laughs> got me on toes i don't really want to quote films that he, he selected to to have me that nah, i i'm not ready for that just yet i love you to bits eddie i mean that but hey i'm just real don't focus me hard <laughs> it is what it is it is what it is so yeah no butch cassidy and the Sundance kid as i said not your traditional western not your traditional gangster movie but a fantastic movie nonetheless um the, the train robberies that they're doing and the escaping of this law. The, 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 the faceless lawmen, I shall call them, because we've all seen in the distance, oh, but God. always on their tail.
2: So oh, good.
1: Right. A really good film, actually. It really really had yourself. a lot of enjoyment in that.
2: We can't fucking get away from this guy. Come here. It just grinds on you, doesn't it? The way that they just can't evade this guy. Like yeah. Nick, he tracks yeah. them through water. Who the fuck can do that? This guy.
1: Yeah. The, the best of the best of the best that one's for you Den. like no honestly but that's what they done they, they got guys who have got every form of skill possible so if you think you could go this way that one could track you go that way he can track you absolutely amazing uh, great hunt an uh, awesome hunt yeah so that was my number seven and right number in seven. at number six i fear we may be saying punt at this point or well, this is a huge uh, a huge mistake on your end, uh, forget, should I say, on your end. I'm talking your favorite actor, Daniel Day Lewis, as Bill the Butcher in Gangs of New York.
2: Punt, punt, punt okay, I'll
1: first pun the show. Oh, there we are. Also, over to sc- you, sir.
2: Disclaimer to me, I don't, he's not my favorite actor, but I recognize him as being the finest actor who has ever <laughs> lived.
1: That is like Bohemian Rhapsody. Is it my favorite song? No, but I do recognize it as probably the greatest song composed.
2: Come at me. Thunderbolts and lightning. Very, very funny. <laughs> All right, my number five. I have a feeling we're probably going to say punt now. Uh, my number five. Uh, Tom Hardy twice. Legend. Oh,
1: is, uh, it's yeah, it's a minor. Oh, sugar, how the hell did I do that? Sorry, um, bear me a second. Yeah, it's, it's a minor punt. Sorry, but.
2: To pump, yeah, cool. All right, uh, right then. Over to your your number, number five. One? That was my number five, right. so, so you're number five.
1: Yeah, okay. So now we 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 bring him in again because he is that damn good at playing the real life so I had to actually bring him in twice. I didn't want to, but I had to. We are talking Tom Hardy, Bronson.
2: Ah, shit! Great shout. Yeah, great shout. Um, well played,
1: bro! Really, like,
2: the fucking well played. Damn it! I wish I yeah, bought that. He,
1: one in. he is absolutely stellar in this film. Like the, the 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 portrayal of someone as, and I say this with love, because even if they released him now, I'm shit scared of this man, Charles Bronson is it, it's 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 insane the way he he plays him the the, the artistic it's a weird film to how to approach it because you see him in front of an audience but it, it actually gives you an insight into how charles operates how his brain is he's artistic he wants to be a performer he wants to be loved and adored. but on the other side drop the coin flip the coin whichever way you want to see it there's just some bolts just oh tight and loose tight enough man oh my god he can be dangerous and he is scary and this is as a a, as a free man or as a man in prison it doesn't matter this guy was dangerous as hell like who has the prison guard pleading for his life in a way that charles bronson did like this guy was nuts and the Tom Hardy, and again, I, I think this was when you first saw him and you warned the world about Tom Hardy. And his ah, you
2: giving me my credit. Thank you, sir. Thank you, bro. Sir. I have to.
1: I have to. Um, yeah, it it it's it, it's insane. It, it's something to really embrace. If you haven't seen it, guys, and it's one of those films that I would put in the cult and indie type film bracket. It's like it didn't get that that status but those who've seen it know oh, no how they got none.
2: It, it's got status now because people know who the fuck Tom Hardy is and they've gone back to watch him but let's be very yeah. very clear there was a time at the turn of the century just after the early you know in the early noughties no one knew who the fuck Tom Hardy was he was no one I came across this yeah. movie Bronson and I said to you I said to my mum I said to everyone in my little social circle before, because Bronson came out in his early days like and it it didn't fire. Like no one saw it.
1: And Everyone, the mad like, oh, thing yeah. is, the posters were everywhere. I have to say that the yeah, posters were, no were everywhere. No one saw this movie. No no one one saw this no movie.
2: And if, if you're one of the few people who uh who say that they saw this when it first came out, hey, you're on the boat with me. But also, I think you're also one of those people who said that they knew who the fuck the Guardians of the Galaxy were. Liar. <laughs> <Fire. laughs> <laughs> Uh, we will
1: leave like, but I I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying, but yeah, no, uh, he, no you, he know, you know you really know what really
2: i But no, I did see Bronson by chance, not because I saw the posters. Like, oh, I'm gonna say that. I was like, no, complete fluke. Um, I think he was bad. to Say this. I think it was even the pyrocopy, um, something like that. But I know I Don't saw what really happened. But- but- and it, it, it happens. We've all been there. We've all done the dirty deed, right? And I remember saying to you, I said to my mum, I said, everyone in the social circle was that, watch out for this guy.
1: This yeah.
2: guy <laughs> he gets the right roles is going to be the next big thing.
1: Love it. And here we are. You know, here we are. A, a recognized, you know I mean? actor. Like, recognized actor. Truly deserves to be recognized. How
2: Tom Hardy is. It's like mm, 15 years ago.
1: Ooh. Yeah, Yeah. That's the one that's the one no so guys if you do have an opportunity please 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 do this out because this is early tom hardy and he shows why he is at where he is at today mad movie it is it's beautifully told i cannot i cannot take that away at any point it's beautifully told it's just yeah it, it's a mind like none other it's all i can say right over to you sir. So you're number four
2: uh, it was the punt from earlier. So I'm bringing Daniel Day Lewis back as Bill the Butcher in Gangs of New York. I mean, <laughs> you remember how often we've said, here's the thing. I wasn't aware that Bill the Butcher was a real gangster until doing some research for this fucking list, right? How often have we said on podcasts, imagine running into Bill the Butcher or imagine <laughs> specifically like, because Daniel Day Lewis obviously stays in, in, in character. Imagine running into Daniel Day Lewis like at really late at night when he's going into a 7 yeah. Eleven or something and he's in fucking Bill the Butcher character. Give me a pack of 12 and a, and a Kit Kat, you dirty maggots. It's like, <laughs> bye. I'll get my beer later. <laughs> but yeah, man, yeah. This guy looks all sorts of unhinged. And the fact that there was a real person like this, oh my God oh my god yeah yeah
1: bro it's uh, oh here we go we got another comment sorry bear miss all right no we, we sha not look at that just yet
2: damn we'll look at
1: oh. that i saw one and i forgot to put my list and it pisses me off but well played then well played well his number right.
2: four and my number four are the same his five and my five are the same all together we've got quite similar lists but yeah. we'll bring your we'll bring your list up in a little bit just because we don't want to give away things before we've done our top ten list. But before we do the rush more, we'll bring your list back. Um, right. Daniel Day Lewis is for reasons because he just goes crazy into character, the finest actor who's ever lived. He's got more Oscar nominations than anyone, is that Moscow wins than anyone. He's like Meryl Streep. If he if he acts, he usually gets nominated. And if he gets nominated, he usually wins. Not always, yeah. but usually. Sadly retired now. Um.
1: Do you know? Sadly, yes, but in the same breath, like, how can I say this? And I know you I don't know your stand. Actually, you're not a big fan of him, but you prefer him over someone else anyway. But it's a bit like Floyd Mayweather, right? Yeah, had the record, just leave it. And that's the thing. There's a point where it's like, yeah, we know you're going to win that one, and you're just cashing in on stupid fights or. You're always risking, especially with some of the stupid fights he's cashing in now. I would hate to see Floyd Mayweather lose that undefeated record for stupidness, like taking on Logan Paul and trip Paul. over and fucking knock himself out. Like, you know what I'm saying, yeah?
2: Can you imagine Jake Paul beats Floyd Mayweather? <laughs>
1: Could you imagine? Could you imagine? It's like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Don't tarnish greatness, yeah? It's very rare. You know, okay, you're not forever, so I'm not going to call it perfection, but as close as perfection as you are, like retire and just well, hold that thing. Him, and and in that sense, that that's why like, you know up. what, Daniel Day Lewis? Yes, yeah,
2: Bet- between Mayweather and Khabib, that is fighting perfection as far as I'm concerned. It is perfection, yeah. it is, they haven't been beaten, so <laughs> there's yeah. that. Um, but yeah. nice. Day- sorry, Day Lewis is just on another level when it comes to acting skills. You look at his repertoire films between Gangs of New York, Last of the Mohicans, My Left Foot, Phantom Thread, There Will Be Blood. It's like every time he's on screen, it's just like he's delivering a performance for the ages. This, this guy is on another fucking level. And to play yeah. a character this scary. And what's interesting is when you contrast this to roles like My Left Foot or Phantom Thread, or let's go with something a bit where or, or, or my beautiful laundrette it's so far removed from bill the butcher this is why Egg, i'm
1: bro, like bro bro lincoln lincoln same Thank time you. scale time time scale complete yeah. different character yeah.
2: yeah there you go and this is what i'm talking about when i talk about range now i'm not asking everyone to have daniel day lewis's range because it's just not fucking possible But God almighty, this guy, this fucking guy and what he can do. I invite everyone to go back to season one of the movie Matt Rushmore podcast and listen to uh, it's one of our first ever episodes, the top 10 Daniel Day-Lewis movies. And just if I imagine a lot of them in there you won't have seen, go and listen to that and go and watch some of his movies and prepare to be blown away by the finest actor who has ever lived. And that's why when people are like, Kevin Costner's really good. Sorry, Andy. But it's like, when Kevin Costner's really good, I'm like, he has one tone. One tone. Sean Connery has to dumb himself down for Kevin Costner. And then in the same fucking podcast, we're talking Kevin Costner and Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm sorry. One of these things does not belong. And it's not Day-Lewis. I
1: get you, bro. I get you. Um, Yeah.
2: What are you saying?
1: Yeah, no. I thought my net was there, but we just had a message. We've, we've had like, oh, like, the longest silver screen dude question finally answered. Because guess what? Still, yeah, Eunice is in the house. Of, I love this. Like the whole, the, it feels like the silver screen dude family is here. Yes. So guys, sorry to interrupt you on your Daniel Day-Lewis versus Kevin Costa, which is never going to be a battle. So let's end it there anyway. <laughs> YG said, good evening, guys. Eunice here. AJ, you probably remember me remember me meeting you around Russell Square I never got around to answering your question whether it was your voice or your face that made me recognise you, it was the maddest experience I've ever had in my life it was indeed your voice thinking in the back of my mind that sounds quite familiar, I walked over to make sure would have been hella awkward if it wasn't but glad I checked, dude no honestly to <laughs> this day I am mega touched by that but it was like the maddest experience and yes, look at that a recognisable voice, I never would have thought that would have been the case but Eunice thank you for joining us again bro, um, yeah you're here with us on the live like shout out to all the screeners but these three guys that are here that have commented so far nothing but love for you guys chronically because yep. you guys have touched us yep, in yep, other yep. Ways. Yep. as is andy who sadly didn't know we're going to do a live so i'm sure would have joined us otherwise and also actually please, I'm, great, I'm glad uh, he's not there
2: uh please follow eunice at the arsenal times one
1: sorry can you repeat that the arsenal times one
2: on twitter thank you
1: Thank you. Just it's always nice to hear a Chelsea fan say that. Um, Yeah,
2: sorry, just... bro. It's lovely talking about um, Arsenal yeah. at the moment. Nothing brings me more pleasure.
1: Listen, we're talking against the movies. Just move on. You've done your shout. Uh, let's move on. Why do you have to you be getting... talking? Why?
0: Why?
2: Why, why, are you, why are you trying to throw about brother? Because you, have you a... had you've given. Listen, you can't throw shade. Why are you trying to I'm do not that? I'm shade. I'm just
1: saying, as a gooner, it's nice, it's to, hear nice to be there from a Chelsea fan. Listen, oh. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Keep talking. Keep talking. You you've got the stare. I don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what I thought. All right. All right. You know all right, we all right.
0: You know what we do have?
2: Two European championships.
1: Punt is coming.
2: Um, <laughs> Thank you, you know, my guy. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes, You know. He knows. You know,
1: bro, knows, Bro, I get it. I get it. But, bro, you sold the page. I'm not going to be the guy to turn my back on it because it's dark days. I refuse to do it. The same way when Chelsea had their dark days, Nico was a proud Chelsea man who would talk Stamford Bridge there and then. Our dark days are our dark days. I've got to acknowledge it.
0: Shit, bro, it is respect. what it
2: is. It is what it is. It is what it respect. is. Do you realize there's a genuine risk of Arsenal actually being relegated this year? Like I just can't get my head around it. This is a
1: team team with that.
2: In my childhood, between you and Flo, and I believe Yash was also a fucking Arsenal fan, between my three mates at school, living in the Henri years, basically when Arsenal decided to buy the France ninety-eight team. I I will still say to this day, Wenger's not as clever as everyone says. He bought half of the team that won a World Cup together. It doesn't take a genius to make them keep playing together. That aside, I know (laughs) I appreciate there's more nuance to it than that, right? I I get it, right? But you tormented me as a fucking child, you Flo and Yash. Oh my god! Oh my fucking god! The torment I went through. It was was good times. It was good times. The problem is, all of our
1: chat. Listen, I always remember, I'm going to go a bit wrestling here. I always remember this match between Triple H and Randy Orton. And Triple H looked Randy in the face and said, pride comes before the fall. i would never heard that saying before. I learned it and I loved it. Trust me, every statement I ever made in high school, oh, Randy the only team to have never gone down in the table. We've never been relegated. Da-da-da-da-da. Now I shit myself. <laughs> it is what it is.
2: That's a very nice comment from Dan. Let's put that this, one up. This,
1: tw- I want to start this question here, right? Um, yeah, there we go. Here we go. Oh, sorry. Where? How do I donate to this channel? I'm going to keep this up because, guys, all you have to do is just email info at We'll accept anything. Yeah, so let's just keep that up, that? then. You've got, you've earned yourself a gold star. No, but uh, no. Joking aside, there no. Thank that. you where very much. We, me, we, we, we we there we, we, is,
2: bro. There is part of me that thinks we should set up a Patreon. Just maybe. Maybe. I don't know if anything I will listen, come from it. You here. know what
1: it is? I've seen some podcasts out there. Now, we've got three guys, two to three guys here. I don't care who, everyone else will catch it when they catch it, right? But these are guys mm-hmm. that have shown genuine love to us. And I've yeah. seen podcasts out there that have been on YouTube, and then they're gone on another page now, and it's like, you're only getting highlights. I don't believe we should ever take anything from the people who have been there with us, right? We are growing, and I appreciate it. Monetization is a killer. If there's something else we can do, that means you want to buy a t-shirt. You want the merch. <laughs> I know it's not going to be the thing, but I like the growth is there. We're about edutainment. And I, I, okay, we went to a growth. school that, was paid. There's,
2: there's, there's that There's the merch, but there's also bringing back some of our older YouTube shows. You know, we could do something like a throwback Thursday, but put that maybe behind a paywall or something.
1: We'll see. We'll see, guys. Put your thumb up. Or thumbs yeah, down then, you no thumbs much. up. We just want thumbs up. But like, just, just, yeah. Appreciate the love. If you have any suggestions on how we can fund this, which means we, well, we might record at nine o'clock, but we don't have other schedules around it that make it a nine o'clock recording. <laughs> We're recording open to do that. So um, yeah, no, thank you very much, Nothing but love for you, bro. Right? Okay. Shall we bring it back All to the films? On.
2: Your number four. You're number four. I've done Daniel Day-Lewis, Gangs of New York, my number four, Bill the Butcher, cool. Crazy Motherfucker. Please go and listen to our Daniel Day-Lewis top 10 back in season one. Over to your number yeah. four.
1: Okay, right. a number four. I, I had to bring him in again. Um, it was the punt from earlier. Tom Hardy, twice. Yeah. The craze. Absolutely insane. Absolutely. Insane. The,
2: the range
1: of this guy. Because Ronnie and Reggie, uh, like you, you've got two different sides, both unstable. Let's not get that wrong. Coincidentally, friends yep. with the previously mentioned um, Charles Bronson, like the three of them, were, I would not have wanted to have problems with those guys. Yep. But the, one, the way you can have one brother who was cool, calm and collected, but will still break you down and the other one who was just a hothead. And what I love about characters like this when they make you say, is he actually playing both or is this a twin doing it? Like he he. Brought the fire, man.
2: Like, yeah, he really did. Yeah. And Much like with Black Mass, I would argue, although I found Legend quite a lot more enjoyable than Black Mass, I would argue that Legend was still quite a flawed movie. It had pacing issues. It was a bit untidy in some places. But you want to talk about a movie being made worthwhile to watch because of a performance.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's sketchy. it's sketchy. It's a great story, but the pacing... Could do with a, yeah, favorable pacing. I would give you that. Right.
2: I'd actually argue in hindsight of watching it that Reggie was the nastier one, despite Ronnie being more unhinged. Ronnie, you you (laughs) knew what he was going to do. You know, Reggie ended up, you know, murdering people in cold blood in a room full of people and he ended up beating the shit out of his, you know, his girlfriend.
1: Ronnie never went there. You know when they say the devil you know, yeah? You know (laughs) this one's... You know who you're fucking with. Essentially, this one you think, "Oh, he's all right." Next minute, you're you're in Shit Street. That, yeah, with with that, I can agree with you.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right, over to you, sir. You're number three.
2: So, I'd like the record to show at this point before I make this statement that we have not seen each other's lists. This show is made purposefully independently. I'm going to make a silver screen educated guests now given that we've not only been doing the show together now for four years but you and me are best friends our top three movies are going to be exactly the same top three in the exact same order
1: (laughs) this could be interesting
2: go my man number three my man Of course. How the fuck do you talk about gangster movies and not talk about Frank Lucas,
1: bro? American Gangster. American Gangster opened my eyes to some shit that I was like, "How did he do?" Like uh, this, this. This is gangster shit. <laughs> so this is gangster shit. Like yeah. the 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 brain behind it, the cold heartedness behind it. It, it. This, yeah. The title is it, it's worthy. I, I don't. <sighs> yeah, no, that that was illegal. But building an empire, Jesus yeah. Christ!
2: But and you see, wow. it's when I see movies like this, and people are like Ridley Scott's not good anymore. I'm like, oh, are you sure? Yeah. When he wants you to to fucking d- turn that dial, he can bring it. Like you, need to, like, oh, God, you need,
1: need to open the net. You need to open the net. Don't just run to like Prometheus and be like, oh, you know, like you need to go wider. Like you need to just. Yeah everything because right? this film my god you know you're just stuck you're just glued to it and like what is going on and it's like yeah yeah, the yeah. business the bringing yeah. in the family he, you know he brings in the family but it's the, you know he's got love for his family he knows what it is but then he will go cold on his family because it's still business like he, he, oh my
2: god how you wash out pack a motherfucker <laughs> <It's> like, what <laughs> but yeah no it's it's the true story of frank lucas it's how a man managed to profiteer from drugs during the vietnam war by going straight into the heart of thailand into opium country bringing it back as heroin in the bodies of the dead u.s troops who were serving in vietnam i mean the fucking idea in itself is morbid at best and just
1: Bro, it's morbid. And but then the other part of it is is how ballsy it was because you are essentially the enemy. And I dare I say during that time, your colour wasn't made you favorable anyway, either way, (laughs) to either side. And then when you got to the other side, you didn't just say I want to deal with that. You went to quote Roman, the head of the table. You cut out every middleman. It was like, I'm talking to the boss and nothing but the boss. Like he handled biz. Like we're not glorifying it. My God, was it gutsy?
2: King yeah. of Harlem. King yeah. of Harlem.
1: There is actually a TV series called King of Harlem that I've not seen, but it's meant to be. With really
2: uh, Forest Whitaker, right?
1: Apparently, yeah.
2: Wonder if it's with if he's playing Frank Lucas. Who knows? It'd be interesting. Hey, but yeah. one of the people yeah. watching and you've seen uh, King of Harlem, please comment below let us know if it's a story of Frank Lucas. Anyway, that was our joint number three. One of our silver screen dude's favorite modern movies. Indeed. Now, without dropping names, I'm going to say both of our two and our one are Scorsese movies. Indeed.
1: Indeed. Indeed. But Martin knows what he's doing, because Gangs of New York was also there. I nearly... Yeah, yeah. This.
2: Oh, there were yeah, others. We're you could... the Dude, we could have even gone with The Departed, because... Fuck me, Frank Costello is basically a, a take on Whitey Bulger in all but name. There,
1: there is that. I also would have said, and I nearly went with it Wolf of Wall Street essentially were
2: high and gangsters. I, yeah. I toyed with it for me, not gangster, crook. Crook. A
1: yeah, that's, the gangster that's the thing. That's thing. Yeah, but they, they, a, they were, a very
2: yeah. Very clear difference for me. He wasn't doing gangster shit other than with finances. He's a fucking sleazy crook. You know he's playing, was gangster, but yeah
1: he's not a gangster in the traditional was gangster,
2: he wasn't a gangster i would yeah, never but say
1: also let's just be honest um martin school says he knows how to portray
2: villains in in, in film real life villains in film. You know, that's that, that is the best way to put it that's what he does mean yeah. streets the irishman fucking goes raging bull even was there was some gangster shit in that like he knows what he's doing yeah he um doesn't. i know you and i'm going to Stick to the words of what I said last week I know which of the two is my favourite So I'm not going to reveal what our number one is Because I'm pretty sure we've got the same one Number two, I don't know which gangster you've picked But we've both definitely got Henry I've got Henry Hill I don't know who you've picked But I've got Henry Hill from Goodfellas This guy, right here yeah. for it,
1: I mean, Again, because it was the portrayal It was the collective But obviously Henry is the one you have
2: You've gone with Henry more.
1: Okay. Yeah you can't, you, you can't kind of Jimmy
2: deny Broadway, it. And I would have agreed with you, you know. You
1: could listen, you can, there's a million ways you could go with it, but I mean, it, it focuses on Henry,
2: doesn't it? Let's be real,
1: more than anything. Uh, it's there. And hey, why not? Let's give some glorification to really while we're here. Like, it, it's one of those films again. Screw it, we know what we, I think we both agree what we are. Number one, as we mentioned it last week, I and know we both who said, who said would this
2: would so from the number one. That's the interesting part. <sighs>
1: But all right, let's go with Henry on this one first. Well, I, as I said, I went with the films. If I have to pick, I'll, I'll, I'll pick in a minute. But these are this film is one of two VHSs that you gave me at the same time, and I was freaking blown away. And at the time that I got them, the internet wasn't what the internet was now. And I say this in the similar <laughs> vein, but it was that. But also in the same vein that you you didn't. Shit like this wasn't Googled. It was Ask Jeeves, and you didn't Ask Jeeves. Just you, you some stuff you did, some stuff you didn't, bro. It's what it is. It <laughs> yeah. is what it is.
2: Good,
1: good fellas. Like now, nah, anything that crosses your mind, you just Google it, right? At the time, I would never have thought to be like, "Is this based?" You know, like to check the real movie status behind some of these films, and you just yeah. watch it for a movie, and you're like, "This is mad." When you realise it actually happened, it blows you away
2: even more. It's a fucking plane heist movie. That's, you know, people attribute it for the great acting performances. It's the story of how the fucking gangsters managed to hijack a freaking plane. The Lufthansa plane heist. Insane. It's absolutely it's mental. insane. And then That's Jimmy insane. Conway gets all paranoid and starts systematically and methodically wiping them out one by one so there's no rats. It's like, it's dark, man. It's all sorts of dark. It is. It is. It is. It's and, absolutely you know, to a lot of people listening and from what i've seen on twitter before people have even listened it is absolute sacrilege that we're putting this at number two it just is and i said last week on pod and i'll say it again now this is the superior movie but it's a personal preference as to why i've lent with my number one
1: as i say um and i'm gonna say this again I believe it's because i watched one over the, I watched one first and it just kind of caught me. And I think that essentially that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe when I revisit them to really settle the debate, I will be able
2: able to. I saw Goodfellas first. I still prefer the other one, but Goodfellas is the better movie. It's just, it's better made. It's better paced. The story's more engaging. The acting, arguably, is better. Just It's flawless. Top to bottom, it's flawless. But I prefer the other one. Personal choice. Bro, it is what it is. is. So Henry Hill in Goodfellas is our joint number two. Frank Lucas from American Gangster was our joint number three. Before we give up our number one, let me go with my worst. Because my worst is a statement piece here. Because again, it's one of those movies where people are like, "Oh, but it's a really good movie." It is. I,
1: I, I purposefully left it off because I, I I haven't even looked, but I think I don't know where we're going with this. And I, I I nearly made it number ten because you really have diminished it to me. And I was like, I need to find another film because I I hate talking about this film around you essentially. But bring it up anyway. Go for it.
2: Because you know what I'm saying is true.
1: I do know. I know. I legitimately is- did.
2: So it's Michael Bay, so you are, you are thinking of the same movie as me. My worst, and let me be very clear, if we're just looking at this through the prism of it being a movie, just a movie, we don't think about any external factors. Sure. Entertaining, good movie. Anthony Mackie, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Mark Wahlberg, good cast, directed by Michael Bay. I don't like him because of what he's done to Transformers, but I recognize he's got some good movies in his repertoire. Not Armageddon. That can fuck itself. Um, but this one, people love it. And I really want to take the opportunity whenever I can to throw shade at people. And here's why. The movie I'm talking about is Pain and Gain. The gangster I'm talking about is Daniel Lugo, played by Mark Wahlberg. Now, traditional gangsters, and hey, forget about it. No, obviously not. But let's be real. These are three bodybuilders who did some gangster shit. Like, oh, yeah. No, no.
1: 100%. They, it was going to make the list. It was going to make the list. I'm There was no doubt that they are gangsters. So, yeah.
2: They were gangsters by the end. They
1: could actually they be out. worse than some of the other gangsters we've actually listed on this,
2: if I'm honest. Like,
1: they've done some In terms real of the shit, they did? shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, here's where it's very dangerous when you deal with real life Film stories. And there's an argument to be made that what I'm about to say, you could apply to any of the movies that we have brought up. But there's a very big difference here. And it was the delivery, it was the delivery with which Michael Bay chose to tell this narrative that really fucking makes me angry. Let me explain. Like it actually makes me sick to my stomach what they've done with this movie. Let me explain. For those of you who haven't seen it, This is a movie about three bodybuilders who decided to kidnap people, hold them for ransom and ended up murdering them. Okay, quite dark stuff. Par for the course when we talk about gangster movies. Whitey Bulger, evil man, Easy E, evil man. Al fucking Capone, evil man. Jackie DeNorcio, I was saying earlier, it's crazy that you like this guy. He's a bad man. These are all bad people we're talking about. Daniel Lugo in Pain and Gain is no exception to this. There's a big fucking difference, though. In all of these movies, the movies have never, ever, ever made it a secret to be like, hey, remember while they're all charming and shit, remember, these are bad fucking people. You're not meant to like them. It's easy to like them because of how larger than life they are, but these are bad people. Really bad people. And they never shy away from making the big, powerful moments, exactly that, powerful, to bring you straight back to reality to be like oh shit. i was just liking him i've just remembered now this is a nasty fucking piece of work right this is an evil human being right across all the movies we're talking about you know hey fucking tommy devito hey get the fuck out of here yeah you know we laugh at fucking joe pesci and goodfellas until he pulls a knife out on a guy and jack stabs him in the chest in the boot of a car and then all of a sudden the laughter stops and you're like ah and Scorsese doesn't fucking pull the camera then, does he? He makes you realize, hey, knock, knock, bad human, right? Michael Bay doesn't have that type of subtlety or nuance or ability to convey seriousness. Because what Michael Bay chose to do with this movie is turn it into basically a comedy. There's no, way about, there's no two ways about that. There are moments of sheer, unadulterated, laugh-out-loud comedy. Which people I I hear you're going to say, oh, but it's a movie, it's fine. It's like, okay, I'll say to everyone now watching what I said to AJ when I came back from Thailand and we were first talking about this movie. Imagine the people in the movie who died, who lost their life, who were killed were people you know. Imagine it's your mum. Imagine it's your brother, your girlfriend, your best friend. What I said to AJ when we were first talking about this, I said, AJ, you're laughing. Yeah, yeah, it's just a movie. Imagine that person being killed was me. You'd be fucking vexed.
1: Then actually put this before. I didn't want to get into it, but he actually said it "Like he can't put it on the list. They made it a comedy. Like that was legit his statement. So yeah. yeah.
2: To make a film about cold-blooded murder. You can make a cold-blooded film About murder, a comedy, sure As long as it's not based on reality The moment you take a topic And this isn't loosely based on reality This is, if you read about the murders It was pretty on fucking point The moment you start talking about The tragic loss of human life In a comedic manner Sit and spin You cunt You soulless piece of shit And I'm glad that you got sued by the families You dickworm You dickzit you fucking cunt of a man for laughing at human death. Cause that's what he's doing with this movie. He is literally with the effervescent charm of the rock and Wahlberg and Mackie, who are some of the most charming men on the planet. Quite how I think they might've missed the boat on this one. I think the rock who's a very, very good sensitive soul. I don't think he fucking joined the dots on this one. Cause there's no way that I think Dwayne, the rock Johnson should have looked at this movie and gone, Big man, we're laughing about people losing their life here. Is this cool? No, it's not cool. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. At no point when Tommy DeVito is jackstabbing that guy in the boot of the truck, are you laughing? You're in shock. At no point when Jacques- At no point when Jacques Mirin is beating the shit out of his wife, having been oh so charming while robbing a bank, are you laughing? No. The scenes which involve human tragedy are dealt with as they should be. Tragically. Michael Bay doesn't have that fucking gear in his head. And that's why I think he's a cunt.
1: I can't, I can't argue. Listen, every, every time this film comes up, it, it, it's bittersweet because I know how much I enjoyed it. And I've not been able to go back to it since we've had that conversation. So I... There, there is just no.
2: Imagine how you would feel as a member of the family.
1: Bro, I'm, I listen, Think I'm just, nothing but sympathy. I...
2: Killed in front of you on screen and people laughing at it. Like, that's that, that has funny. got to be one of the worst fucking feelings, man. Yeah. Disgraceful.
1: There's no in between. There is no in between on that.
2: There you right. go. Your worst. I didn't have one. I
1: couldn't actually directly think of one. I, I hesitated with Pain and Gain. I was like, I, I really just didn't even want to bring it up because it, 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 as I said, the bittersweet behind it, I just I, I didn't have it worse. I, I put my hand up to it this week. So was the weeks I've had two, this week I've had none. I've, I've just balanced it out for one of those
2: weeks. Yeah. Okay. your number one. So both of our number ones, both of our number one, is a Scorsese. Remember, I have not seen AJ's list since number four now I've been guessing. Right? Because I know us I know what we like. Our number one is casino, hundred percent. Which of the guys have you gone with? I
1: mean, I kind of, still went with Ace because it's 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 De Niro in it. Like it's, it's, I, it's, it's, Joe Pesci is always Joe Pesci, but then I would say Joe Pesci is more powerful good Goodfellas. I just, I don't know. I mean, there you can, you could pick either. Don't get me wrong. But. I
2: I I personally went with Nikki Santoro. Who is terrifying? Of course, <laughs> so of course. terrifying of course.
1: as a person. I mean, put it this way: it, it, this is always that's the role he's it, you get with Joe Pesci in these Scorsese films, isn't it? Like Sam made shit happen. Nikki was just the means of making sure it doesn't get out of hand, which is absolutely nuts and scary as fuck. It, it's there, but it's, it's the empire. Put it this way: There's always the loose cannon, and that's always to be respected. And if we are to talk about portrayals, yeah, maybe we're going to be like, yeah, you, you made me, you made me shit myself. Essentially, like I had shivers. I don't want to see you every time I see you on screen. I have that hesitation and fear of, my god, right. this man's deadly. I respect the the ethic of Ace and how it how he he managed it. The the, the in a way similar to Lucas you know you've got the you've got the savvy then that's the cool side of it but yeah like you could easily go either way on that so
2: yeah I get it It, I love this film I love 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 this film the rise and fall of the glory days the golden days of Vegas how Vegas got built on the back of gangster Money how the bodies were buried in the desert how they fucked it all up and blew it away by being guilty and being overly confident and remember and forgetting that they were not untouchable it was what a story what a fucking story yeah
1: cool um yeah nice awesome absolutely before
2: we before we rush more do you want to bring up den's top 10 list? i was thinking
1: do we do we do we do it first so there is no influence hey, 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 in first,
2: before we rush more definitely
1: oh i was gonna say rush first and then bring it up to show there's no influencing whatsoever but it's up to you
2: uh, mm, good point do that you're quite right you're quite right, right.
1: okay I mean, <laughs> there's two sides to me. there's one that says like we've obviously got a joint free but then i think like there's two scorseses
2: yeah and, and then I'm like,
1: my four and five means there's two Tom Hardys, so then I can. I, I, I'm, I'm down with either. I part of me thinks legend because, well, one, it was on both of our lists, and two, he played yeah, two sure. characters.
2: I do believe um, that when we have a commonality, that should take precedence.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, American Gangster and Day-Lewis. Legend are both in.
2: We also yeah. had Daniel Day Lewis as a commonality.
1: But, again, we also recognised how essentially low it was on both sides. I'm not saying no. no low? my bo- four. Mm, okay, my number six. I mean, build a butcher with that freaky bastard in it. I don't mean <laughs> freaking. <laughs> like, not in a sexual time, Yeah, right. Yeah. There's a
2: little part of me. Sorry, that sorry. Um, I, I don't
1: know where this I went think. to, but... Go Nick, on. Like, yeah like thank you then i truly appreciate <laughs> thank that thank you <laughs> but, like honestly like thank you um for those listening on, £10 it to the dudes like, i i appreciate it i appreciate it guys we again we we do it for the love not for the cash but it, it does cost so like then appreciate it, appreciate really it. Thank thank you, bro. You,
2: i really love man. yeah
1: yeah that that actually topped it no thank you um yeah fine Oh, so we've we're actually forfeiting our one and two, but it makes sense. why, 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 why. Hold on what hold on, we, we just said we're not going to do multiple Scorseses.
2: right? Oh,
1: <laughs> right,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what I'm asking. Are we really doing
2: that? No, absolutely not. Goodfellas has to be on there. All right,
1: we'll go with Goodfellas. Are we going to do this by movie then? Yeah, just to make it fair, as much as we could <laughs> use a character.
2: No, no, we'd have to do it by 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 fucking villain because that's what that's what the podcast is. It's portrayals of real gangsters. So in this case, Henry Hill from Goodfellas, right? Okay.
1: Right. Yeah. Sorry, and I don't have, have to... a phone. I have to type this.
2: That's cool. So Henry Hill, Goodfellas. This is good. Cool. Cool what I'm doing? Yeah. And Frank Lucas from American Frank Gangster. Lucas. Yeah, they they have to be in there. Oh, do you know what's annoying is that we haven't got enough fucking classics in there. Like, I'm really angry with myself for not putting um,
1: which ah, the
2: original the, the th- now nah, the original 1930s Scarface. I'm really. I thought angry you
1: would. Him. I really thought you would. Like, I haven't seen it, oh, so I can't I do
2: I it. Would I really thought I would too. I, I'm angry with myself for so, not r- doing it. Are we doing the Roger uh, the craze? Yeah. I'm down with that, Tom Hardy. Yeah, because so this is good so far because Henry Hill, Frank Lucas, and the craze are, are radically different in there in in Gangster, you know, it to keep the you know diversity. I maybe want to bat for Jacques Marine, but again, I don't based on what I saw on Twitter. Literally, the only person who would even know that would be Andy Hart.
1: So now we have an option, we either go down a two level. Um, Martin Scorsese, or we put out the wild card, which is then who's the person who's commented their top 10, <laughs> and we take it from there. We could see if that one common film that all three of us had. The choice is yours because the only other commonality will be, yeah, it's it's well, but, casino. Scorsese, or uh, then it's double de Niro. No, it's not double de Niro, but it's de Niro in untouchables, which essentially didn't make it too high either because he's not not there. He's 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 gonna get fat enough.
2: It, bro, it might be that we have to ignore this no double Scorsese rule, you know. I was gonna
1: say and just go. We both agreed on Bill the Butcher, whereas in Casino we we were divided.
2: Yeah, correct. That would be the dividing point.
1: I'm down with that. This this works.
2: Yeah, do that. Do that. I think you've got a good period piece there. I mean, they're all kind of period pieces, to be honest, actually. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll shut up on that noise, but You've but got different. a good time yeah. So different. Like, There's a good range of villains here. I imagine Chris Trengrove isn't going to be happy because he never fucking is. But, <laughs> but we made <laughs> Chris Trengrove happy once. 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 Where he, had, he said, good job, guys. And it was like, oh my fucking God, I think a little pee just came out of me. <laughs> um... Right.
1: Okay. Um, right. Okay, I before we do our... Yeah. Okay. Before we start tapping tables, then the tech, aka yeah. Dennis Cook, aka Cook Forty Five. Please subscribe to both channels. This was his top ten. In in at number ten, episode.
2: The Irishman by Martin Scorsese and starring Harvey Keitel, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci. In at number nine was Public Enemies, starring Johnny Depp as John Dillinger, who I brought up earlier. Number eight was Bronson with Tom Hardy. Number seven was Black Mass, Whitey Bulger with Johnny Depp. How did the they harder they come? Done, that is one I am not familiar Jimmy
1: with. Um, no, Jimmy Cliff sang the song, but I'm trying to think it was in the film. But yeah, it's meant to be really good. I haven't seen it, but yeah.
2: Can't comment on that one. Number five was Legend with Tom Hardy, of course. Four was Gangs of New York with the incomparable Daniel Day-Lewis. Three nearly made my fucking list and I'm borderline angry it didn't. Donnie Brasco, again Johnny Depp, um, and Al Pacino playing uh, Lefty Ruggiero. Two American gangster. Oh, fuck, I forgot. That's what I'm saying.
1: When I saw number one, I kicked myself. I could not believe I forgot that. I legit kicked myself. Right, City so of I God. think
2: AJ. I believe we need to do. Um, you need. We need to start compiling, compiling these lists into another top 10. <laughs> By the way, I've, I've already made one for desert movies. Just putting that one out there. Fair play. Fair play. Another top 10 desert movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What can I say? But yeah.
1: Well, well played then. Gang, um, City of God killed me when I read it. I was like, how did I forget that?
2: How did I forget that?
1: Well played. Awesome. Number one.
2: <laughs> Fucking good film. It's such a good film. All right. Let's do the Rushmore and then let's move on to Twitter. That's
1: the one. Could
2: I've got pregnant wife sleeping next door? Could you bongo it this week? Cool. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mound Rushmore of movie portrayals of real. Gangsters, in no particular order, is... Henry Hill, Goodfellas. Our second entry is... Frank Lucas, American Gangster. Our third entry is...
1: By God, what happened there? The Craze, Ronnie and Reggie, Legend.
2: Our final entry into the movie Mound Rushmore of portrayals of real gangsters is Bill the Butcher, Gangs of New York. I'm gonna gonna say something really racist here. For a black man, you've got no rhythm, (laughs) (laughs) bro. It just starts first, but it's because I'm and.
1: You're frozen. Say
0: what?
2: To... Oh, we have lost AJ from the stream. AJ is frozen. I said, fuck. Am I back? Am I back? Am I back? You are now. Welcome back, sir. Am I back? <laughs> You're cool. back.
1: I was just saying, like you know, when you get, you know, when you get paranoid about fucking up, and it gets worse. Wh- Worse, like that's exactly what happened. So each four three two one got worse. Like I'm gonna pre-program these now. You will see a nice little video montage where because that's not happening again. You have a pregnant missus. It's yeah, it, it it's your time for this bitch. Anyway, oh shit, don't tell me you're gonna say well. I'm so fucking scared. Yeah. Thank you. I said back. I had no question of whether I was black. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Dan. Yeah. I love how this page might now be pulled down for like the most racist of terms. Man questioning if he's black. No rhythm because he's black. Like, yeah, this this, is- We've just become like the KKK's favorite page in the last five seconds. Come again?
2: My boy AJ is an uncle Tom.
1: <laughs> what your fucking <laughs>
2: <laughs> a joke? All right, cool. Let's bring it over to Twitter.
1: Right. Okay, guys. Um, we kind of briefly mentioned it just a minute ago of like what we'll get massacred in Twitter and Andy Hart being the only other person short of Nick there in Medellin. And that's because what we do right now, and you're gonna love this and I hope it's black enough for you. We are about to crowd, we the Silver Screen dudes had the challenge of finding the top four portrayals of gangsters. This was our challenge. We had to pick top four, which was a bit of a challenge. You guys now have the ultimate challenge because you have to vote for the best of the best of the best of the best to quote Highlander in the end there can be only one. I freaking hope that's hey. right. I, I don't even have a phone to Google it. So that's the one, right? That's what it's about. Like Neo, El Noro Umo, El Capitan, El, El Primo. That's the one. This, this is what we're looking for. Who is the baddest gangster, essentially? This is, what it's, this is how it's going to go down. So once again, you have Henry Hill, Frank Lucas, The Craze, and Bill the Butcher. Who is your top gangster? It's down to you to decide. How do you do that? Well, it's Pretty simple you have to follow at movie polls for you we love movies good old jt will be posting it up we the silver screen dudes at movie empty rushmore, will be retweeting that tweet so no you can't vote twice we will retweet it and there it is guys over to you you will vote you have a few days to vote and next week we will announce our winner last week our topic was
2: uh, just a quick side note, yeah. The the voting stays open for three days. Well remembered on that. But as well as following movie polls for you at JT at We Love Movies, do, do also follow movie MT Rushmore on Twitter, yeah? Of course, of <laughs> <Cheers>. course.
1: <laughs> if you say, yeah. if you waited this far down,
2: chances are you were with us. <laughs> but yeah, <You're> right. <laughs> Um, yeah. So last week our topic was best movie set in the desert. Okay, and I'll contend as well. our contenders were well, our contenders were shock horror casino lawrence of arabia aladdin and the mummy
1: sorry i have we to write had, it down because normally i look lauren you know, yeah lawrence. write it down
2: casino lawrence aladdin and the mummy so we had 462 votes on this poll nice turnout okay. uh, a few comments as always let me just do the shout outs andy hart a lot of times on the episode andy Hart, a fandango groover casino is a good call Can't say it sprung to mind when you mentioned the topic. in it just Andy? But that's what I loved
1: about it. It was left field.
2: Completely, but made the world of sense. My vote went to Lawrence of Arabia. Can't get excited about the other two. Harsh. Francis Lalonde at Ballpark Frank. Best, I went with Lawrence of Arabia. Favourite, I'd go with the Mummy.
1: Paul Siculici.
2: Paul Sikulich at P. Sikulich put Going for Casino, Classic Scorsese. He's completely mastered this style of film. Uh, yeah, he has. As we just spoke about <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Chris Trengrove. Just no comments this week. Nothing nasty. Just a gif of Peter O'Toole and his beautiful blonde hair blowing yeah. in the yeah. desert. Uh, oh my god, there's two of them. There's a Tom Trengrove.
0: <laughs> well he's spreading
1: the word which is i'm, I'm happy with i'm, I'm guessing brother uh, son dad who knows
2: well, i don't know <laughs> we'll find out uh tom trengrove put this isn't fair lawrence it is but casino is badly underrated to which chris replied i should give casino a rewatch one of these days yes it's <laughs> really good uh kyle at hawkins 98 just shared a gif of sharon stone throwing the dice in casino uh the tech dennis cook at denn the tech put this was a hard one but i can watch aladdin again and again but john this was a great comment by the way AJ, listen to this john carpenter's the thing should have been on this list antarctica desert is the largest desert he's actually fucking right desert doesn't have to mean sand he's spot on
1: yeah yeah well played well played
2: uh kms78 at kmstx78 i've only seen lawrence one and i felt sorry i've only seen lawrence once and i felt the second half wasn't nearly as strong as the first is that sacrilegious i should watch it again i had to answer this of course and i said absolutely not it's personal and if the second half didn't resonate with you that's a okay uh david bazibasnet shared a gif of lawrence of arabia Tom at Deaf Heaven shared a gif of Mad Max Fury Road. Not an option, Tom, but thank you for playing. It was in there. Uh,
1: top 10, just not
2: uh, It was there. Yeah. For your films only, put from a technical Last view, time. Lawrence, by a landslide. However, for entertainment, there's only one choice. And they the shared moment. a gif of Emotep. Um, Shaker Maker, hashtag FBPE, put Room for Mad Max 2 or Fury Road, to which I said it was very much in consideration. Have a listen to the podcast. Both of us brought up Fury Road. Uh, Torkel Deacon Actor uh, shared a gift of Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, Marcionis de Grouchy put, how could you leave this out? And they shared a photo of a film. I do not for the life of me know what it is.
1: Flip it around and I'll see. I don't know. I believe... I believe it's Sahara with Humphrey Bogart. I just haven't had a chance to watch it.
2: Go on, AJ. Good one. Aaron at A. Burrows 2013 put Lawrence of Arabia for the visuals and story, but for entertainment value, The Mummy, which is an awesome adventure. I'm really happy to see so much love for The Mummy, huh?
0: Yeah. really surprised me.
2: Um, This is a Russian Twitter... (laughs) handle and i don't know how to read Cyrillic, so they just put lawrence of arabia moto in maine put tremors yes very good answer not the rushmore though Uh, and snoozy sue put casino so aj
1: right so in at number four is aladdin
2: yeah which really surprised me
1: it hurts but i get it i mean we're talking some very powerful contenders and i think do you know what let's be honest i i, I could be wrong has an like, animation ever really won i i don't know like it's it's a touching movie but i sometimes think people are like, oh i enjoyed it right, but come right, on right, casino quite
2: right animation doesn't get love on twitter you're absolutely right about that yeah aladdin came in at fourth with 12 percent <sighs> this is the t- one Hmm. To get to give you some insight There is only 4% separating 3 and 2 And my friend you are very very Frozen so I'm just going to vamp for a few minutes While AJ returns He's got his big grin here as you can see he looks like the Cheshire cat uh, Hopefully he comes back in a moment AJ if you can hear me Reboot your Wi-Fi, Because we're kind of at a critical stage Where we're trying to guess the poll here For the best movie set in the desert
1: Hello? And I'm back, back.
2: He's back. Hey.
1: Yes. Yes. Right. I don't know what happened there. I, I said it hurts, but I'm going to go with the mummy at number three.
2: Correct. Very good. Mummy at number three,
1: 22%. Casino at number two.
2: Casino at number two, 26%. And Lawrence of Arabia, frankly, steamrolled everyone, 40%. Wow. But well
1: done. Well, thank you very much, guys. So, again, plain once again, sweet plain sweet plain sweet, man, thank Greg. you. Playing sweet this week. Yes, yes, yes. So, here we go, guys. Um, Yeah, if you want to see me play this game again next week, and if you'd like to con-
2: Oh, AJ, your Wi-Fi is crapping out, mate. You're frozen on a live stream, and you are frozen at the worst possible time. Your head's, like, up. <laughs> For those of you... Right, my, my play, play. like My net's playing
1: up. Can you do the goodbye? Do the goodbye
2: i can do the goodbye no problem your net is playing up all right guys thank you once again for joining us right here on the movie matt rushmore podcast we are available every single week on youtube spotify ios android on all the various podcast platforms please 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 do tell a friend to tell a friend and help us keep growing because we started four years ago with zero and we are now on over thirty thousand followers across our podcast platforms and that is because of you guys and your love for movies so thank you very much for that we are doing a little bit of revamping for some various other bits and bobs that the silver screen dudes have been promising for ages that we were going to try and do we tried doing it all under one banner this year all on the youtube channel and you gave us a very very clear middle finger and said no (laughs) so we hear you we're gonna stop doing the gaming and wrestling on the same channel and we're gonna rejig things out just watch this space we're working on it um but yeah movies will stay movies and the other stuff will not be brought up and conversely if you happen to listen to the other stuff the movies won't be brought up there how's that for meta but yeah we're available every single week you can find us everywhere on ios android as i said and please if you are listening to us on youtube give the video a thumbs up share like subscribe to the channel or don't subscribe and subscribe to the other channel which we're going to relaunch just for the sake of this podcast but that's enough blabber from double v right here my name's nico lero he's aj with a bad internet connection this has been the movie matt rushmore podcast the top 10 portrayals of real life gangsters we'll see you next week
0: See ya. see ya <laughs>